so there I was at Starbucks head office in Seattle upstairs and I found myself a, a nice background and some good light. I was pulling out the tripod and had the big camera coming out to square it up on top of the tripod and became aware that there was somebody standing beside me. When the voice from the man in the sweater says to me, uh, are you going to be a couple of minutes yet? Because I, I was told 9.30. And I look up at the man in the sweater, and it turns out it is Howard Schultz. And it's 9.35. That makes me five minutes late. I look at him, and I was just like, oh, geez. In three, two, one. Now, I'm not sure if you've listened to my Britney episode of the first time that I filmed Britney, but I do actually suffer on big shoots from anxiety, and this shoot was no different. I was told 9, 9.30 to show up at head office uh, for Starbucks, and, and, and I was actually kind of told not before. So there I was, of course, way early at head office. I lived in Seattle, but I, I lived on Lake Union, actually, in a motor yacht and drove down to the south end of Seattle where Starbucks head office is. And there is, a, a, in fact, a Starbucks coffee shop at the base of Starbucks. And so I'd gone in, I'd had a coffee and I was sitting out in my car looking at the time and it's just like 928. Should I go now? Should I go now? Oh, it's only going to take me 90 seconds to get there. I'll wait another 30. So I finally walked to the front door where they were just like, yes, 930. Yeah, go ahead. Head on up. So I get in the elevator. I head on up and I'm kind of left to my own devices. I, I look around and... I see a, a Starbucks wall full of cups with some great light. And it's just, you know what? I think that's going to work. So I hauled all my gear over, which is a, a lot of gear, actually. I've got uh, three big bags all kind of stacked on uh, roller wheels. I pull them around the world with me. And that's where I started setting up. So Howard shows up and oh, we're on a first name basis now. I, you know what? <laughs> we're not. I never called him Howard. I didn't go, hey, Howard. <laughs> so Howard Schultz says to me, how long do you think this is going to take you? Now, I don't know if any of you are watchers of Star Trek, but there was a definitive moment in one of the Star Trek movies where like Star Trek, the next generation. So Jordy LaForge, you know, in, a, in his little glass, you know, hair, hair beret glass things uh, meets Scotty. And there's some emergency happening. And uh, Captain Picard, <laughs> I'm telling this all by memory somehow. I don't know how I'm remembering this. Pa Captain Picard asks how long it is before something's going to be fixed. And LaForge jumps in to say, I'm right on it. And he's about to say, uh, you know, something really quick. He's going to have it fixed quickly. Well, I told the captain I'd have this analysis done in an hour. How long would it really take? An hour. Oh, you didn't tell him how long it would really take, did you? Well, of course I did. Oh, laddie, you've got a lot to learn if you want people to think of you as a miracle worker. I'm about to say to Howard Schultz, I will zip through this. I will be done in five minutes. 
And I hear Scotty's voice telling me, no, don't pull a LaForge and then blow it because clearly I have already blown it. And man, I am nervous. I feel like vomiting in my mouth because I hate being late. And, and hate is a strong word, but I hate being late. And now I've totally blown it. Like normally when you're working with a celebrity, uh, which, you know, we'll put, we'll put Howard Schultz in that category. He's a, a celebrity billionaire CEO. You work with the handlers and, and you're talking with them. This shoot was a very different experience for me, mainly because I, I shoot campaigns. And so there's lots of pre-production and we're talking with uh, the heads of creative and from the, from the ad agency as well as from the brand. This was a very different experience. My, my friend Scott, who's a photojournalist, was working for USA Today. USA Today wanted somebody to do video capture and ask uh, a bunch of questions. It was actually a series of videos they wanted of kind of the, the Seattle billionaires and what the billionaires foresaw for the future, how things were going to change uh, with electronic commerce. So that's what I was doing there. <laughs> Fish out of water, that's me, because I generally light things for ages, and I, I work with models and creative directors, and here I am on a, on a photojournalist assignment, and I'm filming. There's no ha handlers. It's me and Howard Schultz, and I'm late. So, avoiding saying, I'm going to be five minutes. I look at him, and I said, you know what? I would really like to tell you, I'm going to be two minutes. But being straight with you, I, I got to set this up properly. Honestly, this is going to take me 20 minutes to set this camera up, set up lights, and, and get it right. I, is there, is there anything that you can do? Have I totally blown it? And he looked at me and he said, no, no. Um, uh, what's your name? And I said, uh, my name's Alec. And Howard said, hi, I'm Howard. You know what, Alec? Uh, I will find something to do for 20 minutes. I will see you in exactly 20 minutes. And he left. And I was quite honestly amazed uh, not only had he introduced himself kindly, he'd not made me feel like a tiny speck. He probably could see that I was going to vomit. But of my experience with celebrities to this point or handlers, this was truly kind. It, it changed my mind about how I work with people and how I communicate. He, he communicated so well with me. There was clearly nothing I could do. And I promise you, I have worked with all sorts of people where I've been in a position where there's absolutely nothing I can do to change the outcome. And they have no qualms about exerting some kind of power trip. This did not happen here. Uh, this was kindness. I, I don't think it had anything to do with the the fact that I, I was working for a newspaper. I, I, I can't really call it a newspaper. I, that I, I was working for media. I, I think that's probably just the way he is. I got everything set up. Uh, my friend Scott arrived to take some still photos. And 
there we sat. I looked at my watch, uh, two minutes to go. Sure enough. And walks Howard Schultz. Uh, we're still not on a first name basis, even though he said I could call him Howard. I, it would, it would be like, I've never photographed Elton John, but if Elton John said, hello, Alec, I'm Elton. That was, <laughs> that was a, I don't, I apologize for that. Uh, I wouldn't be able to call him Elton. Uh, it would have to be Elton John. And so Howard Schultz shows up exactly on time, uh, sits down, asks where he's in the right spot. And yes, absolutely. So we had a list of questions to ask, started going through the list of questions and the, the questions were, honestly, they were kind of boring questions. I, I, I gotta say, I was pretty floored by the way he was able to so eloquently put sentences together based on these really kind of boring questions. Though that, that said, I mean, he is the CEO of Starbucks or was at the time. He'd probably answered questions like this like hundreds of times. And he was in his wheelhouse. If, if you were to ask me about color and design and lighting and aperture, I could probably sound really smart <laughs> and put great sentences together. So he was in his wheelhouse. Anyway, I, I'm going down the list of questions, making sure that everything's asked. And it suddenly occurs to me. Alec, you know, no one would really know if I threw in a couple of my own questions that I'm just kind of personally interested in because <laughs> these ones are boring. So somewhere down the list, I chime in. So can you tell me about your favorite cup of coffee? And he looked at me for a second and then broke in to his favorite cup of coffee story, which was, I guess, kind of his founding of Starbucks story. Obviously, very well rehearsed. But man, he lit up and I suddenly got it. Like I got it in the biggest way that this man really is passionate about coffee and the experience that he brings to his customers and the audience. It's not just about making money. This man is truly passionate about a coffee experience. And I am seeing it in real time right here. I was honestly so excited by that moment to get to sit and, and ask him about his passionate stuff. And, and I have used that ever since uh, any time I'm going to sit down with somebody for photos or film. Any opportunity I have to tune them into what they're passionate about before we start working on imaging, before we're working on stronger, um, I don't know, detailed stuff, getting that connection from somebody about what they're truly passionate about, people in business are passionate about what they do and giving them a chance to tell their origin story, man, it is magic. It's honestly one of the things that I love about the job that I get to do. So Howard Schultz, he's still Howard Schultz, finishes off his story about his favorite cup of coffee and how that got him to found Starbucks. I finish off my list of boring questions, uh, sorry USA Today, who never, by the way, actually used the answer about his favorite cup of coffee. <laughs> and who am I to say anything because they clearly know about what they want to do with new stuff. I was just being cheeky and interested. And then the most awesome thing happened and it changed 
not only did it change the way I feel uh, about uh, Howard Schultz and Starbucks, but it's changed the way that I look at leadership roles of people in business. Uh, Howard, I'm going to call him Howard now. Howard asked if Scott and I would like to go for a cup of coffee with him. And of course I said, no, not (laughs) man. How awesome. Yes. Why? Yes. I would like to go for a cup of coffee with you. So there's, you know, obviously a Starbucks store in the top of the building as well. But here was the interesting thing. And here's what changed things for me. This building was full of staff. They were doing things. They they were they were moving around this building everywhere at all times. As we walked through, Howard Schultz made contact, eye contact with everybody, everybody that he came across. He talked to them by name, and he talked to them by name with kindness as we went to get a coffee. Now I imagine that he must hold up in his office to get things done for large amounts of time because he took his time going there and made eye contact and name contact with everybody that he came across as we made our way to get a cup of coffee. He put an order in for us. He gave us uh, a cup of coffee each. And this was actually Scott's time to take photos of Howard in the great light outside the Starbucks store in the Starbucks head office. You know what? This reminds me of a, a kind of a, a, a scene from Austin Powers. There was a Starbucks reference in there. And a factory in Chicago that makes miniature models of factories. Uh, non sequitur. Uh, <laughs> there was a Starbucks store in the Starbucks head office above the Starbucks store in Starbucks in Seattle. We finished up our coffees. Uh, we got to say our goodbyes. I just got to say... The whole reason that I am telling you this story was because I was horrified about being late. I was super nervous about this shoot, like I am about all important shoots to me because I want to do my best job. You can't do your best job when you're late. There was clearly nothing that I could do about my lateness. And I, I think he genuinely got the impression that it wasn't my fault. There was, there was a miscommunication that happened somewhere in the chain. And there was no blame. He did not use the word you. Uh, he didn't talk to me in a, a, any kind of negative or condescending tone. He just talked to me like a person that cared. And wow, what a difference. And I will take that lesson I learned from him forward everywhere I go. I know that for some, he is a polarizing figure and I can understand that. But I will tell you of my experience, Howard Schultz was truly a class act. I talk about Starbucks a fair amount in my visual branding course that you'll find over at your visual brand. One of the reasons is that they have such incredible consistency in their branding and they know exactly who they are. I've done photo shoots over most of the planet and without without doubt, one of the first things that I do the day after I'm getting over my jet lag when I get up in the hotel is I want to go for a wander and 
I want to go and get a coffee. I All I have to do is, is, is look for that green awning. If I can see a green awning, of which there's green awnings all over the world with consistent color, even if I can't see the name, I know that that's Starbucks. And we can take that kind of visual branding into all of our businesses because as small businesses, we have a tendency to always want to change things up, be interesting. Yet the biggest brands in the world, man, they stick with consistency. And there are all sorts of designers that work at that head office in Seattle and all sorts of design teams. They could have all sorts of interesting things. Yet what do they do? They go with consistency. If you want to learn all sorts of things about visual branding to raise your game so that your small business can prosper at the highest levels and you can tell fantastic stories visually because honestly, uh, visuals transmit story and information about 30,000 to 60,000 times faster than the written word. Visuals is the way that we do that and visual branding is your understanding. So if you need to lead your social media, your websites, and of course your checkouts where you're going to convert like a boss, go check out your visual brand. I've got a course there that will teach you everything you need to know about visual branding because I'm in the lucky position of getting to work for all sorts of the world's greatest brands. And your visual brand is my opportunity to share a legacy project of all the things that I've learned from working with some of the greatest marketing minds in the whole planet. If you enjoy the Your Visual Brand podcast, I would love it if you would subscribe. <laughs> you know what I'd love more? Five gold stars. <laughs> if you give me a review and five gold stars, honestly, it makes a massive difference to what it is that I'm trying to do with my legacy project. I am I'm trying to grow this as a brand like you probably are. So if you take a moment out to do that, gosh, I'd sure appreciate it. And if you've got friends that work for businesses, they have to self-brand, they're trying to promote their own brands online, please share the podcast. This is my opportunity to make a difference for all sorts of people. And this is the best way that I know how. In the meantime, get on social media, share your story by taking pictures and make the world a better and more beautiful place. I will talk to you next week.